You're listening to the Headmasters Podcast. My name's John DePoe. I'm the headmaster at Kingdom Preparatory Academy, coming to you live from Lubbock, Texas. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing an interview with Amanda Rogers. She is the amazing fifth grade teacher at Kingdom Preparatory Academy, and she'll share a lot of what we're doing and the experiences that we have in fifth grade. And before we get to that interview, uh, let me share just a couple of announcements. Um, as we're wrapping up the semester right now, there's not a lot of announcements. So first thing I want to share is that we have our virtual awards chapel for the upper school on December 6th. So if you're wanting to come to chapel and see those awards handed out, and uh, please come on December 6th. And then really after that, we're looking at finals week um, starting in the week of December 11th. Um, I think finals begin on the 13th of that week, and so we wrap up uh, our fall semester and put it all away. December 15th is our last day of school. So that's real exciting. Um, About to finish another semester. Can you believe it? So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into that interview with Amanda Rogers. All right, well, I'm sitting down uh, with our fifth grade teacher, and let me allow you to introduce yourself to our listeners. My name is Amanda Rogers, and I have been teaching at KPA. This is year number 11 for me. And you have some kiddos in the school now, too, right? Yes, I do. So tell us about your, your children. I have a seventh grader. His name is Mason. And I have a fifth grader, Cody, who is in my class this mm-hmm. year. And I also have a first grader, and his name is Levi. Very good. And, and tell me about, uh, how did you find out? I actually don't think I know the answer to this myself, but how did you find out about Kingdom Preparatory Academy? I actually had just had Cody. Cody was like nine months old. And my best friend is Delisha Shepard. Mm-hmm. And she had already been working here. And so she had sent out an email and just said, hey, any of my teacher friends looking for a part-time job but still want to stay at home with their kiddos? And I remember it very vividly because I was sitting at Einstein's Bagel (laughs) with a two-year-old and a 10-month-old, and I read this email, and I just thought, huh, maybe I can do it. (laughs) And I just knew I didn't want to go back full-time. And so here we are 11 years later. Had you been uh, teaching full-time in a public school prior to Kingdom Preparatory Academy? Before I got pregnant with Mason, I had taught at Roscoe Wilson. I did my student teaching for the whole time at Roscoe Wilson and then I got hired at Roscoe Wilson and I was there three to four years Mm -hmm. and then stopped after Mason was born. So and Roscoe Wilson um, I know we actually have hired a number of our teachers from there and I think Holly Mrs. Alexander has her background even with that school so um, I know good things about it but could you you share just some of your experience teaching at Kingdom Prep just What's the difference that we have at our school compared to what you might get even at a very good public school experience? I think it's all about the time that you get at home with your kids and the community of the parents that are here because all the parents that are here also want that time at home. And so, yes, it is very vigorous on the Monday and the Wednesday, but then Tuesday, Thursday, we just kind of get to stop and we get to take it a little bit slower and do a little bit extra going to visit grandma or going to drive through Sonic Mm -hmm. and doing, I don't know, doing school with friends or it's just that extra, let's slow down and take an extra minute to recap what we're doing here. 
and with now your oldest is in seventh grade, so he's been here since pre-K. Yes. And so you've gone a pretty pretty far way of the distance with, with him, and do you see a difference even with your other friends who don't have their kids in a school like KPA in terms of just what you know is going on in your student's life and uh, what's happening in their schoolwork, your involvement in in, all, in those kinds of things. Uh, do you think that KPA gives parents a little bit more insight into some of those things? I think one of the biggest things is, you know, when we're at home and he is studying for a test, even if I'm not directly involved anymore, he I'm seeing him, I'm watching him and his study habits and how he's learning and growing and sharing things with me and even his relationships within his with his own classmates mm-hmm. and different things going in in that environment and then youth group. And so it's really exciting when he'll come home and he'll say, oh, I made this on the test. And it's like you you see it. You see them studying and them learning and them growing. And sometimes they come to you for help and you're like, wow, that is way beyond <laughs> my ability to help you. But I'm just very, very impressed with what he is learning right now and just being able to see him grow and develop with that close group of friends that he has right now. Well, I want to ask you a few questions about fifth grade because you've been our fabulous fifth grade teacher for now 11 years. Um, you're the only fifth grade teacher I know for, uh, for my time at, at Kingdom Preparatory Academy. And so I'd love to hear um, just some you, you share some of those highlights about what can families who've never gone through fifth grade expect? What are some of the things that, that would happen in fifth grade? What are the milestones and memorable, memorable events of fifth grade? So um, where, where would you like to start with that? Um, let's see. Science, we do some dinosaur fossil digs yeah. to where they actually get to go outside and dig through and find some bones and study about dinosaurs and yeah. the Bible. Um, we do Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe, which I know is a favorite mm-hmm. book of a lot of people. And um, one of my favorite activities in Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe is actually our where we sit down and we compare it. Bible versus the novel, hmm. and the kids come up with all the things that they see comparatively. We spend a whole hour on that, and that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. We also have the huge fifth grade state fair where they're making a float, and they have a table and food, and they get to do a little parade around the school. That's something that's so fun to look forward to. That's that's also one of those events where they get to give a speech. Yes. You know, we have several of those speeches in the grammar school that prepare them for, ultimately, I think, their senior thesis even. Yes, yes. Um, and, and I... And for full disclosure, I've had one of mine go through fifth grade. Another one of mine is currently in your fifth grade <laughs> class. Um, we're looking forward to the state fair. That's always fun. And we get good food, too. That's very true. Very true. Um, and I would say in math, for me, with fifth grade, I feel like it's a, a big review year. We take a lot of the concepts that they learn in fourth grade and then build on those and just refresh those and take them one step further. But I feel like fifth grade is a a really big growing year and learning those study skills and going from fifth grade into junior high school. Yeah. Um, Tell me, um, I know you mentioned The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but do you have any other favorite novels or other units that you go through in the fifth grade class that stand out to you as like your favorite things or things you really are looking forward to every year to teach? 
Um, I do love the human body. Mm-hmm. That's towards the end of the year, and I'm really excited because I think we're going to get to go back to the Sim Life Center and take oh, yeah. a tour. They stopped that before COVID, and I think that they're up and running again. So we just get to go through the human body and uh, make little activities and discuss. Uh, we do like a balloon activity where it's like your lungs and your breathing and lung capacity with blowing in balloons. Um, we also do something really fun in history that is um, like a sweatshop kind mm-hmm. of an activity where they get to compete and try to make um, special Christmas bags filled with M&Ms, but they're working in an environment that I put them in where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you have to use gloves and you can't talk and you only have one job and you have to do this all day long. And then we talk about how that might feel if they were on, um, I'm trying to think of the an word, assembly line. assembly line. Yes. Yes, and then going from assembly line into um, actual machinery and how it affected jobs and families and Great Depression. And so right. there's many different little things like that that I really enjoy. As a lot of our families know, we cover our, uh, our history in these uh, time sequences so that in second grade they're doing ancient, third grade medieval, fourth grade is the early modern. So fifth grade is the later modern period. Um, usually starting a little bit after the Civil War, mm-hmm. and then uh, you get to include the Industrial Revolution. You get to talk about the World Wars. Yes. Um, and then, of course, uh, by the time of the end of the year, um, we get all the way up to 9-11. So. Yes. Um, I was thinking about um, one other thing on, on fifth grade. Oh, the, the, the fifth grade class ends with uh, a really fun event at the end of the year. So we, we memorialize fifth grade with this uh, fun ending of the year what is that about so we have fifth grade fun day and so it's a day that's planned where on a thursday they don't have any schoolwork assigned siblings have to be taken to friends Mm -hmm. houses to do their schoolwork we start all together at a breakfast i have special um, candy awards that i give out they're my personality awards and then we all travel over to adventure park have some fun for a couple hours and then we all end at a pool party and luncheon just to celebrate finishing fifth grade together. Yeah, and it's a big accomplishment. Fifth grade, like you said, a lot gets done, and and usually these students have come have really grown together because they've been many of them been together since kindergarten or first grade. Yes. So it's a it's a fun day. Um, if I were to ask you, uh, let's say you were encountering somebody who was thinking about joining KPA, and they. Um, had a fifth grader who'd be joining the school and they were on the fence, what would be some things you would talk to them about to help them, that you would guide them that might help them make that decision to KPA is the right school for them or not? Well, I would say in fifth grade specifically, um, there are a lot of things that I focus on in bridging that gap from fourth grade into sixth grade. The fifth grade year, I really work on um, organization, um, responsibility, We do, even our, from going from English to math and math to lunch and lunch to science, I treat it like passing periods. And so they take all their English Mm. and we walk out, we drop off, we use the restroom, they grab their next quote-unquote subject, come back Mm -hmm. in and get started. And there's those liturgies that get us going from one to the next where they have to now start your math practice without help, get it going, get started. And so I really treat fifth grade like a big transitional year going into junior high school. Um, It's a big growth year. I mean, let let your child 
make those fails Mm -hmm. in fifth grade so that we can learn the lessons when you have one teacher to respond to, one classroom to be in, Mm -hmm. learn all those lessons before they go into that junior high year. Mm -hmm. If there was a parent who was nervous about teaching at home and doing the home responsibilities, what might you tell a parent about, you know, how you partner with them and how you, you help them on those home days? I would say this school is so big on community that there is a group me for every single grade <laughs> level. And as soon as you get started, it is just conversation about, can someone guide me better in this? Can you reach out to me on this? And as a teacher, having my own kids in my own class, I mean, I will just tell you that there, I try to go above and beyond and putting as many details as possible. I know the other teachers as well. They want you to have as much information as possible so you have the best direction with your children. Mm -hmm. And if you have questions, all the teachers are more than welcome. Text us. Text them because they are more than willing to answer your questions. And maybe it's a question other parents have too, and they can fix their plans for the future. So it's just a huge community, and we're all working together. Um. One, one final kind of classroom question for you is just what are some ways in fifth grade that our fifth graders are learning about the Bible, growing in their faith, having opportunities to mature as followers of Jesus Christ? What would be some things you might point people to to share uh, those, those places with them? Well, I think the main thing we do is we start out every morning with um, their Bible journal. And so mm-hmm. when they come in in the morning, the first 10 minutes of class, I have... Um, instrumental Christian music going in the background and I have a verse on the board and so they'll have to get out the Bibles they find the scripture they're writing it out and they're also supposed to be writing a prayer or a prayer of thanksgiving to go along with it Um, and I think just our culture of our school throughout the day there's many moments where we just have that freedom to talk about God and the questions they have. I think the biggest thing when we get into science is where a lot of questions come up. And so there's lots of time for us to have those discussions. And there's many, many times where the kids will say, I know I saw this in the Bible. And so we will stop, you pull it out, let's find it, let's read it. Mm -hmm. And so it's just nice that we can just we can incorporate it throughout the day in any way that we can. Mm-hmm. I remember that with uh, with my oldest when she went through fifth grade last year that she would come home actually talking about many of those conversations and then she and I would actually continue those at home and I, I really enjoyed that. I'm glad you did it. Yes, so. thank you. Um, any final words you want to share with the KPA community in terms of what they either need to know about fifth grade or anything else that you that's on your heart about the school while, while you've got the microphone? Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell her um, she was going to get that moment. I think my biggest thing that I would like to say is stay the course, put in the work, because it's worth it in the end. Um, those little years, I mean, my littlest is my baby's in first grade, mm-hmm. so this is the third time to do first grade. And so you'll have those moments where you feel like, wow, I don't know if we can keep on doing this. But it is worth it. Just keep on going. Call those olders. I mean, I have some of the olders that have older kids in mind and reach out to them and just say, how did you get through this fight phase? And how do you think I'm going to be doing through this next phase? And I mean, just help each other. And then when you are the older, turn around and 
pour into those youngers. I loved, I was just on a field trip with the first grade moms this last week, Mm -hmm. and it was so fun to talk to them about my experiences because I have olders, and some of theirs were their their firstborns. And so to give them a little bit of insight of, this may feel hard now, but keep going and reach Mm -hmm. out and, and just build this community, reach out to someone else that's going through it too, because we're all doing, we're all going for the same goal. And so I think it's really important to, to do it together. Yeah. I think it's important to keep your eyes, you know, pull up from the day to day and look down the road and see where do you want to be in several years and look at what our graduates look like and listen to uh, the interviews with them. Talk to the parents of graduates and that'll also be real encouraging. Talk to some of the upper school teachers. Um, Those that teach juniors and seniors are always blown away at how, um, at, at the quality of these students. Yes, I agree. Well, thank you for your time, and I appreciate you sharing some of yourself in fifth grade with all of us, and thank you for teaching for us. We really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Headmasters Podcast. Don't forget about our Virtue Awards Chapel on December 6th for our upper school parents. And then we have, uh, starting on December 13th, we will have final exams in the upper school. And we're all done by December 15th. So that wraps up a fall semester. Thank you for tuning in for this semester of the Headmasters podcast. We'll be taking a short break and we will have new episodes for you starting in the spring again. Take care and thanks for listening.